Welcome to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast, hosted by Creelan Peters, the fear whisperer of Creelan.com. Listen in as Creelan introduced powerful people who have tamed their fears, embraced their greatness, and gotten out of their own damn way. And now, Creelan Peters. Hi, and welcome to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast. I'm your host, Creelan Peters, the fear whisperer. Today I'm going to welcome Adele Bermage to the show, and before I bring her on the line, I just want to give a, a quick shout-out to all my listeners. I know we changed to an iTunes podcast early this year, and I'm so excited to have everyone on board. I'm getting such great feedback from you all, and I thank you so much for helping me grow this movement of getting out of our own damn way. I do invite you, if you are enjoying the show, uh, to leave an iTunes review because that will help get more of the word out there. So I would truly appreciate it if you do that on iTunes at the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast. So let me tell you a little bit about Adele, though, before I bring her on the line. She's a transformational life and business coach and inspirational speaker whose mission is to impact and help as many dynamic, passionate, ambitious women and visionary leading men as she can to remove any barriers that are holding them back, learn learn them how to love themselves, become more confident, have unshakable self-belief, ignite their lives, and move to a higher level in their lives, career, or business, and have the mindset to achieve sustainable results. So welcome, Adele, to the podcast. Hi. Hi. I'm so excited. I'm excited to have you, too, and we were just chatting a little bit pre-show, and and you're um, joining us from the U.K., so I'm so excited. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, we've been getting much more of an international um, guest on the show as well as an international reach, and I'm so very excited that the message is spreading across the globe. So, um, And I would love to to have you kind of chime in and, and share a little bit more about your story and how you've learned to get out of your own damn way. Right, um, I think I, um, I I started off like most of the women that will be listening to your show, um, feeling very stuck, mm-hmm. wondering, um, had this big vision for my life, knew I always wanted to help people, wasn't sure how I was going to do that, and from an early age I knew that that was my calling, but not really sure how I was going to do that. And I spent most of my life, up until the age of about 41, mm-hmm. with lots of other people feeling like it, they controlled my world. Mm-hmm. So I thought I was a really positive woman. Mm-hmm. I thought I had a point of view. But my point of view would change depending on who I was with, where I was. And I recognized that actually... Um, I really wasn't in touch with me. Mm -hmm. And my life was being controlled, and I was allowing it to be controlled by other people. Mm -hmm. I wasn't getting the results in my life I wanted. My life definitely didn't look like the life I thought I wanted. And so I decided to do something. Mm -hmm. So about 16 years ago, I decided it was time to get out of my own way. I decided it was time to actually learn some skills that would actually 
enhance my life, that would put me in the driving seat of my life, and that would remove any limitations that were there that were blocking me. Mm-hmm. I had lots of limiting beliefs. I didn't love myself. I thought I was a very confident woman, as I said, but I really lacked confidence when I was around people that I didn't know too much. Mm-hmm. I didn't really value myself worth And I, I didn't realize that at the time, but I realize that now when I think back to how I allowed other people to treat me. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's a big gauge. I think in this world, how we treat ourselves is an example of how we want the world to treat us. Yes. Um, and when I look back, I think, why would the world have treated me any different? Because I actually wasn't treating myself that good anyway. Mm-hmm. I had lots of self-sabotaging behaviors, procrastinated about everything. There was always going to be um, a reason why I couldn't do it, shouldn't do it. Oh, yeah, I will get to it. But actually, I never really got to it. The list, the to-do list just got longer and longer and longer. Mm-hmm. Until I stopped and I thought to myself, what do I want in my life? What do I want? What don't I want? Mm-hmm. So I removed the things I didn't want in my life anymore. And then I felt more lost than i would ever felt in my whole life. Until I realized that actually I have the power to change my life. Nobody else. Not your husbands, not your daughters, not your children, not your mums, not your dads. You. You and you alone have the power to create whatever it is really makes you happy, really fulfills you in your life. And it starts with the beliefs that you hold. Mm Mm-hmm. And once I started changing some of these beliefs that I held, some beliefs I didn't even know I held, I didn't know some of the stuff that I now know now. And so I spend my life now helping women to unpack the beliefs that are keeping them stuck, to change the language Mm. that they're using, to love themselves because that's massive and that comes into absolutely everything. And because they're thinking different things, they've got different beliefs, they think different things, which means they take different actions, which is exactly what I did. Mm -hmm. I changed the behaviours that I'd held for all of my life, which was really scary, Mm -hmm. which is why I procrastinated so much. But actually, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I'd, I'd, I'd take two steps forward and four steps back. Yes. And I did that for a long, long time until I actually thought to myself, What am I afraid of? And then it dawned on me, they're just thoughts. Fear is a thought. And it's not going to kill me. Mm -hmm. But living the life that I was living, small, not expansive, not doing what I really knew I wanted to do, that was killing me. Mm -hmm. That was the thing, that was the game changer when I realized actually... I'm more scared of staying where I am mm-hmm. than I am of being noticed, being re- criticised, you know, being out there. I'm more scared of being where I am, never, ever doing what I know I can do. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, all of this is really um, resonating with me, um, and, and I know it is a lot for, for my listeners as well, because I think that we do get in these kind of stuck points, and we sometimes, like you said, you, you didn't even know how stuck you were. You didn't even know how no. limit. That's what that's what those limiting beliefs do is they keep us in that small stuck place to the point where we don't even realize we're there. Yeah, but one of the things I also learned was that actually the language I was using was mm-hmm. keeping me stuck. Yeah. Because every time I tell myself I'm stuck, my subconscious mind believes it. Right. And I stay stuck. Mm-hmm. So changing the language that I used to myself was massive because if I tell myself I can't do it, I can't do it. I'll try, but it it may fail. I have to have belief Mm -hmm. in me. Mm -hmm. I have to have faith that what I put out there, I'll attract back to me. Right, and I've talked with a a lot of my guests recently about that law of attraction and how powerful it is because it works both ways. If we say negative things, if we believe negative things, then that's what's going to be attracted to us. So we have to be very careful with what we put out there. Yeah, because it's, it's, you know, like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a transformational coach. Mm -hmm. But quantum physics tells us that everything, everything is made of energy. Mm -hmm. So the chair that you're sitting on, the chair I'm sitting on, the phone that I'm holding, the desk that I'm sitting by, everything is energy. We're energy. Our thoughts are energy. Mm -hmm. And when our thoughts, leave us and they leave us whether we choose for them to leave us or not it's just a, a natural thing that they do 24 7 they it, it, it's happening when they leave us they match a vibration that's out there mm-hmm. and that attracts back to us i mean just think of a radio for a moment now if you have a radio unless you switch it on you'll never get a station But then if you want to change it from one station to another, you tune it. You either go up or you go down until you actually match where you want to be on the dial with what's out there. Mm -hmm. Now, that that radio, that that vibration has always been around, but you couldn't tune into it before because you weren't on the right station. Mm -hmm. And it's like that with your thoughts. You have to be on the right station. We're a transmitter. We transmit our thoughts out there, and they match something that's already out there of a vibrational match, and that's what we attract. Now, that's grace when you're thinking grace, positive, happy thoughts, (laughs) and you're attracting back lovely, happy things into your life. But if you start thinking about all the things you don't have, which is what 80%, 90% of people do, because even when you're saying oh, I wish I had more money, you're based in lack, you're saying I haven't got enough. Mm -hmm. That's what's vibrating out there. Now, you're not saying I want less money, (laughs) (laughs) but actually that's what's coming back to you. Um, Because of how the vibration matches. So the, the, the trick is to try and... Think the things that you want to attract in your life, not the things that you don't. And be grateful. Gratitude is amazing. Because once you're grateful, even if you haven't got stuff, 
you're grateful for the things you have got, it changes your your attitude, it changes your mindset. There's a shift and that changes everything in your world because you can still be without it, but you're happier. Uh-huh. Does that make sense? It does. No, it totally does. I'm I'm on the same page with, with gratitude. I teach that a lot with my clients and students as well because it's and it is a tricky business. I, I teach a lot about language as well and know exactly what you're saying as far as sometimes we think we're saying the right thing, but it's really the opposite of what we're yeah. what we're really wanting. And, and it's so important to um, really hold that space of, of gratitude, especially for what we already have, even if we want something different because it's normal for us to want um, more you know that's kind of the norm it's it's how we um, think about it how we talk about it that creates the shift yeah and there's nothing wrong with wanting more things there's absolutely nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. I think the thing is that as you give so you know as, as, you're, as you're giving stuff so you should be also given out as well. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So yeah. as as money comes into my life, I make sure that I'm I, I look for things that will enhance be enhanced by giving of that money. Mm-hmm. So as love comes into my life, I give out I give out love. You know, and abundance is with everything. Abundance isn't just with money. Right. I have a very abundant life. But for a good percentage of my life, I didn't have lots of money. But I had a really abundant life Mm -hmm. because I had love. I had lots of love in my life. Mm -hmm. I had lots of kindness in my life. And abundance comes in lots of different shapes and forms. It's not just all about money. It's Mm -hmm. about anything that enhances you as as a being. Absolutely. I'm glad you made that point because it it is easy for us to think it's all about money um, when we say abundance, but it, it's not. It's about um, being in that vibration of receiving. Yeah. Yeah, and I think what you, you know, like what you give out, you, you, you get back into your life. But going back just briefly to the gratitude, I'm always amazed. One of the things I do when I ask my clients today is every evening, just before they go to sleep, I get them to write down five things that they're very, very grateful for in that day, that they actually, you know, there's an emotion attached to it. Mm. I'm so grateful for that. And it's amazing how many people go, well, can I just write one or two? Because I can't really think of five. Mm-hmm. And I think that that tells you where your head is because... Every day, if you're not looking at all the good stuff you've got, then there's so much beauty in your life that may be there that you think isn't there that would really help you to take the next step to create more of what you want in your life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it is so important to to take a look at what we already have that, that we can be grateful for um, because there is so much. And we're so used to, as you said, that 80-20 rule is, you know, looking at more of the negative um, rather yeah. than the positive that's in our lives. And if we can make that shift 
it shifts a lot of other things as well. Yeah, I totally agree. So I know you talked about, and I, I always take notes, my audience knows, I always take notes as I, we're doing these um, interviews because there's just so much good stuff that, that you're saying. And one of the things you said earlier was about how we treat ourselves and we kind of teach other people how to treat us by how we treat ourselves. I think that's such an important point. So can you say a little bit more about your experience with that? Yeah, I guess um, for a large proportion um, of my life, I was in a very abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. Now, when I left this relationship, it was really, it would have been really, really easy to do what most people do and blame the other person. Mm-hmm. And I guess, in hindsight, that's something that you know you can look back on and go, well, maybe I shouldn't have done that, I should have done that. But actually, when I left the relationship, one of the things that I discovered was I didn't ask anybody to treat me the way they treated me. Mm-hmm. But actually, the fact that I allowed them to do that and continue to do that, I, I kind of did. So I had to take responsibility for my actions. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes when I talk to people about that, they say, well, you you didn't ask for that. No, no, you're right, I didn't ask for that. But by allowing people to treat me in that way and not saying this is not acceptable, I gave them permission to carry on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's... so I think, carry, you know, carry on. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I, I was just going to say it, it's important to get that point and how... Um, it, there's that distinction between allowing and giving permission for someone to treat you that way. I mean, but it's a very subtle yes. distinction. There is a very subtle distinction. And I think one of the things we do in life is we're, we're very ready, all of us are very ready to blame other things or the mm-hmm. circumstances that are external to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And it's not until you stop and you, you actually ask yourself, how how what am what am I giving out there that somebody thinks they have permission to treat me in that way? And actually, if you don't value your point of view, if you don't love yourself and know yourself your self worth, if you don't respect yourself, how is anybody else going to ever do it? Because you yeah. can't do it, and you're the most important person in your life. Mm-hmm. No, there is no other person on this planet as important as you. Mm-hmm. I often give talks to ladies and I ask a room full of ladies, 120 ladies, and I say, when was the last time you told yourself you were beautiful? Mm. And you can hear the sniggers in the room, you can hear the laughter and the embarrassment. And then mm-hmm. people will say, well, no, people don't do that. That's vain. Well, the question is, why is it? Uh-huh. Think about how you love your husband, or you love your children, or you love the dog, or you love your mum, or you love your dad. You think nothing. Most people think nothing of saying, I love you, or showing gratitude to them, or caring for them. But how often do we do that for ourselves? Most women are conditioned to thinking one way. Mm-hmm. 
they're conditioned to thinking that it's their job to look after everybody and you're lucky if you're even on the list. Right. But that's not how it's meant to be. Mm-hmm. You should be the top of the list because without you, everything else doesn't really matter. Everything else wouldn't really get done. <laughs> and I think sometimes we fail to see that. Yeah. We fail to see how important we really are. We fail to see how beautiful we are because we're so busy believing all the rubbish that's in the papers and the magazines that tells us we have to be this or we have to be that or we have to do that or we're not smart enough. And actually, we're everything we need to be. Mm-hmm. We just need to be in the lives, take a good close look at ourselves and really appreciate the beauty that lies within. Mm-hmm. I've never met a woman that isn't beautiful. Yes. That doesn't have amazing skills. But I've met many women who don't realize that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really, really important because once you get that, you become more confident. And once you're confident, confident people attract people to them. Mm-hmm. It's an appealing quality. And I think... You, you start to attract the things in your life like magic. Mm. And it all starts with how much you really care, appreciate yourself, know your self-worth. And I'm not saying that you say to people, actually, I don't want you to talk to me like that. What I am saying, though, is that you you appreciate your space. We all have space that, that's around us. Mm-hmm. And we say, actually, I own this space. This is my space. And in this space, there's only going to be love because that's how valuable I am. So I'm not allowing anybody or anything into my space that makes me feel any different to that. Mm-hmm. And that's a very think, powerful place to be. <laughs> very. Very powerful. But it's, it, it wasn't where I started my life mm-hmm. and it wasn't where I spent most of my life. But it's now the place that I spend every single day of my life. Mm-hmm. And the joy that that brings is amazing. It's not vain to love yourself. It's the most natural thing in the world, but we've been told somewhere along the line that it isn't, and and that's the lie. The lie is that that it's not okay to love yourself. Actually, it is okay. It's more than okay. It's why you're here. Yes. Uh, no, I totally agree. I'm, I'm thinking of a story because uh, my audience knows I often equate my business with my dating life because <laughs> it's so easy to do. <laughs> and I um, was seeing someone who um, just kind of called me out on how confident I was, and and then he started criticizing me. And I thought, yeah, we're not meant to be together. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just criticizing me for yeah. how confident I was and how. Um, how, would he he would say I had a big head about myself, and I'm like, well, shouldn't I? <laughs> like, I'm really, I'm really yeah, an actually, awesome person. <laughs> yeah, but that's but you see the thing is it's 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 put in a language that actually we we kind of draw away from when we go, oh, am I really that person? Uh-huh. But actually, if anyone says that to me now, I say, wow, great, thank you. Yeah, I take them out as a compliment. Because I, I am a confident woman, and I, yeah, I am awesome. And what the hell is wrong with that? Right, yeah, like, thank you for noticing. <laughs> yeah, thank you. 
I'll, you know, I'll take that as a compliment. Uh-huh. And they're the ones who then don't know what to do with that. Right, right. Because life, life says it's one way, but actually who says it's that way? Life is however you choose it to be because uh-huh. it's your life. It's nobody else's. It's yours. And you should stand in the power that you've been given and say, how do I want to do it? What do I want to do? Who do I want to be? Because everything you want, you have. It's like a journey. Sometimes when you go on a journey, you get so far and then you think, okay, a crossroads, I'm not sure whether I go left or I go right. Mm -hmm. And then there's that signpost that says, actually, you need to go left. Life is like that. Sometimes we start the journey and we think, I have no idea how I'm going to get to, how I'm getting to where I want to go. But as you start traveling along the path, the signpost starts appearing miraculously out of fresh air. And you go, oh yeah, that's where I'm meant to go now. And that comes with the confidence you have because if you never start the journey because you're so frightened, because you believe the rubbish that society has told you, you'll stay where you are forever. So the first trick is to tell yourself, I'm not stuck. Mm -hmm. I'm exactly who I want to be. Mm -hmm. And then choose who you want to be. I I read a quote that said, life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. Mm, So if you're creating yourself, what are you creating? And I think that's a beautiful quote. I do too. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. There, there's so much. Um, I, I love that you brought up the, the whole confidence. And, the, and I was thinking of um, one of the things I talk about a lot with, with my tribe is trusting ourselves. And that does come yeah. with confidence. Um, and, and when we're on that journey and we have that fork in the road and we can go one of two ways or one of five million ways, right, to be honest with you. Yeah. And, yeah. and we, we have, you know, there are, there's always going to be a lot of cho- choices and options. And when we're in that stuck place, I talk about it being um, a place of, Sometimes we need to be in that stuck place because we need a, a little beat to, to to take a moment, take a breath, figure out where we want to go next, but we don't want to stay there. Like, it's okay to take a little rest and a drink of water, but, you know, get back up and get going. And And when we do that more and more, then we can learn to trust ourselves and realize that regardless of which path we choose, we're going to be okay because we still have the, the choice to continue along that path or go somewhere else. I completely agree. And you see that thing that you're talking about, that intuition, mm-hmm. that's that little voice that we never hear because the voice that we hear is that self-chatter that tells us we can't do it or we're not smart enough or we're too fat or whoever's going to love us or we're never going to get that job because everybody else is much better than we are. We're, we're too tuned into that voice. So we never really listen to the tiny little voice that says, you know, you can do this. Yes. Believe in yourself. We never hear that. So to hear that voice, you're right. You have to take that breath. You have to take that drink of water. You just have to be and you have to be silent and you have to sit in that uncomfy space (laughs) for a few minutes and you have to really listen to what it's telling you because it's our internal navigator and we all have it. Uh but not many people use it. But it's there for everybody. All you have to do is allow it 
to come to the forefront and, mm-hmm. and it will guide you in your life. Yes, absolutely. Well, you know, Adele, we are almost out of time, if you can even believe that. I know it always goes so fast. Um, but I just really appreciate all the, the wonderful things that you, you've shared, and, and it's just been a great conversation. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I'm, I'm really pleased that I've been a guest today. Thank you so much. You are so I wish welcome. all of your tribe and your listeners, you know, a healthy and a happy future and just really get in tune with who you are because you are amazing. Just believe it. You are amazing. Wonderful. And I, before we go, I do want to make sure that people have a way to get in touch with you if they are called to your message of self-love and um overcoming all of those icky self-limiting beliefs so how can they get yeah, well my, right well my website is www.adelbrimage.com and I have a complimentary gift for all of your listeners today um, so if you go to www.adelbrimage.com forward slash love yourself I've um got a, uh, an e-book there all about um, loving yourself for the amazing person that you are. It gives you some um, hints and tips and tools about how you can really start to love yourself if you find you're in that place where you're not that sure whether you do or whether you don't. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for giving that to my audience. And, and again, thank you so much for being a guest on the show. My pleasure. And thank you all for listening to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast. Be sure to stay tuned for more episodes of powerful people sharing their powerful stories of how they've learned to get out of their own damn way. Thanks so much for listening. Are you a master at getting in your own damn way in life or in business? Let Creelan Peters, host of the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast, show you how to tame your fear and embrace your greatness. Take her free quiz at creelan.com slash quiz. That's K-R-Y-L-Y-N dot com slash quiz. You've been listening to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast with Creelan Peters, the Fear Whisperer. Join us next time for more inspirational stories and leave a review on iTunes. You can also find us at creelan.com slash podcast. That's K-R-Y-L-Y-N dot com slash podcast. Thanks for tuning in.